Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. With Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't forget, spring break is upon us, and there's still plenty of time and plenty of things to do with your family. Just head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Now, if you live in Natchez, or maybe you have plans to travel there soon, or maybe you just moved there thanks to some of the incentives made by the city, then you can't help but be over overwhelmed by the beautiful homes, the mansions, and historical parks there. And that's all to some hard work keeping them preserved and restored. Now, joining us on Good Things today is Chase. He is the Director of Preservation at the Historic Natchez Foundation. So, hey, Chase. Are you with us, Chase? Well, Chase is having a little bit of technical difficulties getting his sound on with us. If you are over at supertalk.fm slash listen or watch, you will be able to see what's going on here or hear what's going on here in the studios. And we're talking about Natchez, and it, which is the birthplace of Mississippi, as many have called it. It is known internationally as a quaint and southern town with rich culture and heritage. It likes to brag about being the oldest city on the Mississippi River, as well as being known as the biscuit capital of the world, where they take their preservation and progress and keep them hand in hand. So we are going to work to getting Chase back to us on uh, good things, which I think he is back with us. He is the director again of the preservation at the historic Natchez Foundation. So, hey, Chase. You with us, Chase? Well, that's okay. We can just move right along and figure these technical difficulties out for sure. Just reminding you that Supertalk does have a new website, and at that website you can listen and watch, but you can also get exclusive news from the Supertalk Mississippi news team. You now can get every show, every podcast, every news story all in one place. That is at supertalk.fm. And if you hadn't gotten enough of us yet, you can put us in your pocket by downloading the Supertalk Mississippi app. It is for or the Apple and the Android devices, and it is here. So now you can go to your app store, just click on um, or at, go to the app store, search Super Talk, and then click on the download button. 
It is a free app, and you can open us up, and you can listen live. You can also listen back on demand at any time, and you can get the latest news as well right there from your phone. It is funny, though, that today is National Johnny Appleseed Day, which is March 11th. I absolutely love this day, one, because I enjoy apples, two, because Johnny Appleseed really has nothing to do with Mississippi apples. But if you've listened to good things long enough, then you know that we have some historic apple orchards throughout the state or orchardist is a hard word you know for me to say and it's always a good time to bring up that maybe we don't pay thanks to johnny appleseed here in jackson but we definitely can to captain davis who brought us the captain davis apple that is so well known in parts of mississippi like kosciuszko and if you don't know the story of it it's pretty cool you have captain davis of the confederate army he was actually discharged in north carolina at the end of the Civil War, and he was disheartened and war-reary, and he was headed home on foot, if you can only imagine that, walking from North Carolina all the way back to Mississippi. I bet you would get hungry or need a snack. And so back then, it was custom to maybe just enjoy some apples from a tree or an orchard that you were passing by. It's not stealing if it's just one for a snack, or maybe it is. But nonetheless, he took those apples home with him, took out the seeds, and planted them in Kosciuszko, where our sort of warm and humid client climate made them flourish. So if you've ever had the opportunity to have a Captain Davis apple, then just know that they were planted here in Mississippi by uh, one of our soldiers and our very own. And they're very tolerant to our heat, super productive, and they have been known to be the most fragrant apple that one has ever seen. So I think that's pretty cool. If you've ever had the opportunity to have one, or if you have a Captain Davis apple tree in your backyard, be sure to let us know here on Good Things. That's pretty cool. You can let us know on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. But here on Good Things, we enjoy connecting with you every day over on the Good Things Facebook group. It is a growing community of like-minded listeners who want to see those positive headlines and those unique stories uh, to our state and maybe get the conversation started each day with a little bit of fun. So it's not so much fun today, the fact that March 11th marks the year anniversary of the first COVID-19 case. But we'll get back to that conversation later. We have fixed our technical glitches, so thank you for sticking with us. And getting back to Chase, who is the director at the Preservation at the Historic Natchez Foundation. Hey, Chase. Hey, how are you? It's good to have you on Good Things. I've been looking forward to this. Now, diving right in, I know you're not from Mississippi or the Magnolia State. So what drew you to call this home? Yeah, so uh, I'm from Georgia, and I went to uh, the University of Georgia and got a master's degree in historic preservation. And so um, there I met the now executive director of the Historic Natchez Foundation, Carter Burns. Um, he's from Natchez and uh, obviously from Mississippi. And so we met there and he returned to uh, Natchez and took the position as executive director here. And there was another position open uh, for the director of preservation. And uh, yeah, he, he lured me uh, to Natchez and it's a great place. So. It is a great place. So share with us a little bit about the mission of the Historic Natchez Foundation. 
Yeah, so the foundation was established in 1974, so it has a, a good track record. Um, and basically, we preserve Natchez until the search is through, um, really by safeguarding the, the, the city's history and also stimulating development through, um, you know, adaptively reusing and rehabilitating historic structures that, that need uh, work. Um, and so it has also, the foundation has also turned into sort of two parts, preservation and collections management. So now we have a lot of collections of Natchez history. And so we do a little bit of everything, really, uh, but those two things. So as the director, one, there's part two parts in my head. I see you going out and sort of surveying old historic homes. And then there's this other part that I'm like, is this kind of like an HGTV series where you are actually doing the, you know, the cutting down or the rebuilding up or, you know, getting your hands dirty? Or is that just how we've been sort of, uh, you know, trained to think of when we think of restoration and restoring these days? Yeah, so we get dirty a little bit through survey, and sometimes we might have to, you know, crawl under a building or go up in an attic to to find the problem or, or see what might be a best solution for issues with the houses. Uh, but mostly we we uh, get the fun job of, of, you know, telling homeowner owners, this is, you know, this is the history of your thing. Here's some things you could do. So it's mostly like preservation consultation. So they come to us with sort of either their problems or their questions, and we sort of point them in the right direction. So in that way, it's not much like the HGTV show. We mostly are are uh, assisting local residents building on here in Natchez, on historic buildings or just other buildings that are in the area. It feels helping them. It feels homes. like yeah. if you. Go and visit Natchez, which we encourage everyone on Good Things to get out and visit Mississippi. You're enjoying walking down the main street or down where the water is, and you're looking around like the main sort of block or, I guess, uh, the city blocks or square there, maybe a better way of saying it. It feels like every building is historic. Every building has been preserved. Every building has rich history and, you know, stories there to tell. Is there a number on how many historic sites or buildings there are there in Natchez? That's a good question. It's a lot. We have about eight National Register. We have eight National Register districts. And so there are a lot of contributing structures within those districts. So, you know, upwards of a thousand, you know, or more contributing buildings in these large areas. Um, so we have a lot of reach to see and take in and a lot of history that is attached to those buildings as well. Well, since Natchez does brag about being the oldest city on the Mississippi River, then that would make sense to have that many structures that are historically significant. Continuing our conversation with Chase, the Director of Preservation of the Historic Natchez Foundation, coming up next.
Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Ace Bolt and Screw Company, locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your Central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Baby, lay on back and relax. Kick your pretty feet up on my dash. 
cash. No need to go nowhere fast. Listen, you're right here. Two Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're learning more about Natchez today, specifically the historic Natchez Foundation, all those gorgeous homes and structures that you see when you visit Natchez. All of that is thanks in part to uh, Chase and his team there at the historic Natchez Foundation, who is making sure it's all done properly, but then still, I'm sure, kept up. You mentioned there's probably over a thousand structures that are considered historic in Natchez. I'm curious, Chase, do you have a favorite one that just really speaks to you with its story and its architecture? Yeah, there's a lot to pick from, obviously. Uh, there is a house that is on tour sometimes. It's called Richmond, uh, and that's the Natchez you know, uh, the pilgrimage tours where private homes and the historic house museums are on tour. Um, so that one is not always available to the public, but we have done some work there since I've uh, been a part of the team here with HNF. And I think it's the architecture for me that's always a draw. So, and it's, it's really special. So that's probably they my don't- favorite make them like they used to would be a fair sentiment to use when it comes to homes, especially when they're looking back uh, over the last hundred plus years with historic homes. So for someone who's made it their career, as well as their education, Chase, in sort of historic structures, what is it specifically about maybe that architecture that just draws your eye or piques your interest that the next time we're in Natchez, we can sort of pick out for ourselves? Yeah, I would say that you know Natchez has a lot of different a lot of different periods of, of architecture that are good examples of different styles. Uh, some of the best in the state for sure. Um, so it's really to me that's what makes it special. Is of course you have your Greek Revival, you know, which is very noticeable that you'll see all across uh, the South as and recognize as you know old and important. Um, but also we have you know structures here that span well into the 20th century, even the 21st century. So um, I think just the breadth and, and depth of, you know, uh, buildings here that are important architecturally, you can really see that when you walk all, all across Natchez. Or probably, too, whenever you see some of the films that are being filmed there in Natchez, uh, talking about the latest from Tate Taylor that, that's there and mixing the old sort of with the new. But you mentioned, Chase, that you're still doing work. It's hard to think that with over thousands of structures already considered historic, that there would be any left standing to be restored or considered um, historically significant or get that designation. Are there still buildings that need your help or your your work there in Natchez? Yeah, so so we actually have a couple of projects going on now, and these are sort of buildings that maybe have been overlooked or sort of underappreciated in the past, which we're sort of circling back to now. Um, and two of those projects are we're looking at outbuildings or dependency buildings to these larger grand homes. Um, and, and these buildings would have been most closely associated with the lives of enslaved servants um, and um, other, you know, these buildings were auxiliary buildings. And so we're doing a National Register nomination to get those buildings more, um, I guess, more noticed in 
in terms of national register uh, recognition and, and showing that those buildings are significant. And we're also looking at civil rights sites, so more recent history, um, and to, to show that those places are here still remaining and this is the history attached to them and why those are important as well. Well, you bring up a good point. I mean, I guess as the years tick by, history, you know, catches sort of up like closer to, right? Like, I mean, it's sort of like a continuum. What what was once present day, you know, 20 years later is considered historic or 30 years later is considered historic. And I'm curious with getting the actual re- or recognition of the National Registry, does that help you get like grants or funding to help with some of these structures that maybe aren't owned by individuals to be able to be restored? Because I know that's not cheap. No, it's just definitely not not cheap, and those buildings require a lot of upkeep, maintenance, and just projects, you know, 24-7, 365. So there are, you know, the National Register sometimes is a prerequisite uh, designation to be able to go after the grant monies that are out there. Um, So it it is important just as as an honorific type system to say, you know, this building is important, this is why. And then also it can help you um, go after after funds to continue projects that are always needed. Yeah, because we've learned shiplap is not cheap, and I'm sure the original and the reconstruction of it isn't as well. Um, but one thing that also drew me to the story there for the Historic Natchez Foundation is maybe the partnership between you guys and the Department of Health to do the health impact assessment. I find, as a dietitian, I find this fairly interesting. I never thought about connect, connecting historic preservation, at least in buildings or structures, with community health. How do, how do those two kind of go hand in hand? Yes, yeah, so, so this was a project done to sort of get a grasp on how, you know, like what you're just saying, how is preservation and community health, how do those two things, uh, you know, work together? Um, and so the foundation's involvement in that was through looking at how putting civil rights sites into a National Register district uh, can amplify their importance throughout the community. And so the health impact assessment that was done sort of in conjunction with our side of things is a very contemporary uh, idea or a project in the field of preservation. So something that definitely warrants you know further study and, and basically what we were able to find in with the Mississippi Department of Health sort of leading it as well is that, you know, there are recommendations on how we can look at history, how we can look at the built environment, combine those two, and then sort of say this is maybe what we need to do or how we need to teach in the classroom and how we need to approach uh, community, you know, cohesion through understanding our past and, and allowing that to you know, help us in the present and for the future. So. Very interesting stuff. It's pretty cool that Mississippi is on the forefront of that. And if you are just tuning in to Good Things, we're talking to Chase. He's the director of the preservation of preservation, excuse me, at the historic Natchez Foundation. Now we know that tourism is a big part of an economic driver there in Natchez. So how important is the restoration or taking care of these historic um, homes and places? Part of what draws people to Natchez year in and year out. Yeah, I, 
I think those two things are, are one and the same, uh, really. Preservation is in part tourism, and tourism is really reliant, especially in Natchez, on the preservation side of, of things. <clears throat> so um, I think that, you know, both of those really just rely on one another, you know, in terms of preservation, if, if the city didn't have what it does now uh, as a result of, you know, uh, good preservation uh, through the past, then, you know, that it might not draw as many people here as it does. And, and it attracts people from all over the world. So the buildings are, you know, always going to be a mainstay in, in that. And they're gorgeous, and they're all individual. And one of the photos or posts I saw on Facebook talking about you or introducing you as the director was asking people if they could name the Greek revival beauty that was behind you, or at least in the photos. So give us a little story behind that particular structure, the name of it, and maybe what made it so special to post. Yeah, I think that I referenced that before the commercial break. That that was Richmond, so that was my favorite. So I guess... Uh, that's uh, that is my favorite. So um, that building just has three different stages of when it was built. So it shows a very uh, for for an architectural historian and for people who just like studying buildings, you can see uh, those three distinct uh, building uh, periods and the styles that go along with them. So you can read it from the outside. You can see it on the inside. So I think that. To me, that's why it's special, and you can see that that is also sort of historically in line how Natchez developed, so you can see that through the architecture, and that's really, really interesting. That is very interesting. It gives us all sort of a different lens to look at those beautiful buildings when we go and visit Natchez. I can see, Chase, why you took that job. You're probably like a kid in a candy store with all of those historic buildings there in Natchez. I truly appreciate your time here on Good Things, and I look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you. I definitely appreciate it. All righty. You guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next. This is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. 
Driving a car you hate? Don't stay stuck. It's time to change your luck. I'm loaning a wee bit of the luck of the Irish to my friends at Ridgeland Mitsubishi to get you into the new vehicle you will love. That's right. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're on a mission to help you change your luck. Still making payments on your current vehicle? You're in luck. Don't have enough for a big down payment? You're in luck. New or old, paid off or not, don't stay stuck. Let Ridgeland Mitsubishi get you into the vehicle you really want. Right now, pay just $189 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $189 per month. And pay only $299 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come change your luck only at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1799. Outlander stock number 1712. 1999 down, 2.9% for 84 months. A deal for details with approved credit. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As we prepare to spring ahead this weekend, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is pushing for permanent daylight savings time. Along with Florida Senator Marco Rubio, Hyde-Smith introduced the bill to get rid of the clock-changing event that was uniformly implemented back in 1966. Hyde-Smith explained that studies have shown that making this change permanent could benefit the economy, especially in the agricultural sector. Senate Bill 2536, the Mississippi Fairness Act is now law. With the stroke of a pen, Governor Tate Reeves has signed a bill that bans transgender athletes from competing on women's sports teams at state-run schools and universities. I am proud of the stand Mississippi is taking on this issue. It sends a clear message to my daughters and all of Mississippi's daughters that their rights are worth fighting for. I'm Kelly Bennett. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Arden 
Disneyland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Whether you're brand new to the DIY craze or a seasoned veteran, The Handyman Show has something for you. Buddy Slowick shares tips and tricks on everything from odd jobs to complete build-outs, from small home repairs to serious construction. So no matter if you're at the master carpenter level or not quite sure how to use a level, The Handyman Show answers your questions with a healthy dose of humor and some great music, too. Saturdays, 10 to noon on Super Talk Mississippi and on Super Talk TV. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone knows all about my direction. Every family deserves a little break or adventure during spring break. So why don't you go to visit Mississippi.org today and explore what's either right around your Mississippi town or maybe travel a little further, whichever way. Get out and explore. You may even find a Captain Davis apple, which I was talking about earlier before we caught back up with Chase, our last guest, which you can catch on demand if you would like or in podcast form here on Good Things. But it is National Johnny Appleseed Day, and usually he gets all the credit for the man who made apples blossom from coast to coast here in America. It does, you know, celebrate the legend who lived by sage teachings and labored to bring the shade of fruit trees across much of the United States. And that's cool, and we appreciate that. I mean, you know, an apple a day might keep the doctor away kind of mentality. But, yeah, here in Mississippi, though, we thank Captain Davis for his delicious apples. If you missed the story, a quick recap is just that he was a Confederate soldier. He was stationed in North Carolina Walk back to Mississippi on foot, which in and of itself is just mind boggling to think there there. You know, at one time there was no even hitchhiking, no Ubering, no planes, trains, automobiles of, to, to bring you on back home. And I guess if you could take a train, it was probably a little more costly than what he had. And he got hungry, He picked himself an apple, liked how it tasted and brought them on back to Mississippi where they flourish. So I did ask if you have ever had and know you've had a Captain Davis apple. I would love to know that and where you're at. His hometown was Kosciuszko, Mississippi, and you can still get some Captain Davis apple trees. I don't think they are as abundant as they may have used to been. Your grandparents probably are more familiar with them. And there's chances are you've got one on family land that you've enjoyed all these years and you have no idea that it's actually a Captain uh, Davis uh, apple, which is because they don't have signs when they grow up from the ground. <laughs> so it's, it would be nice if they did. After the Captain Davis apple tree reached the ripe old age of 50, it sprouted a sign. <laughs> Its own plaque, right? Its own sort of historical remembrance. However, my mind went complete squirrely when you said that, thinking, wow, how cool would it be if trees, though, would really sort of just sprout their own biography for you in some way, because we've got some incredible trees in Mississippi that have some stories 
to tell. That might would be one of my favorite. Like, why is Bodoc spelled like that? I don't know. And who's who took shade under your under your branches throughout the hundred years you've been you've been growing? What trees around you didn't make it? Because not all of them survive um, certain storms and such. So yeah, I mean, the wisdom of a tree would be. Or fun. I feel like some are sarcastic in nature. Like pine trees, they're very witty, right? You think they're going to fall, but they don't. Then they sprout little needles. <laughs> they're the jokesters. Yes, they're the jokesters of of the of. Then you have the oaks. They're the wise ones that are there to give you shade and wisdom. And then you have other little. Fruity trees, <laughs> for lack of better terminology, that's just there to look pretty, and they don't really serve much purpose. You couldn't climb up and get away from a bear from them at all. And then my lack of tree names is running thin because I wasn't headed in this direction <laughs> earlier to earlier in the conversation. But man, if a tree you could got talk, a, you got a magnolia tree that's just stately. It's stately, and it also drives many people who have them on their estate crazy because they shed all year long. But when they do blossom, they smell absolutely delicious. Or I won't say delicious. They smell wonderful. They're very fragrant. But they do leave you wanting them longer because you'll pick one and you'll display them in their glory. And then usually it only takes like 24, 48 hours. And then things are better than a no-nail or on your counter there however yeah then you got the weeping willow that really needs to work on posture yes can you think of another tree you would like to tell you a story as we mysteriously go down this weird route that will never happen now i feel like we're in alice in the wonderland and there's going to be a cat coming out at some point and there's always dogwood trees scott and rankin county don't forget about the good old weeping willow the grandma will tell you to go cut a switch man you brought up a good point How many trees in Mississippi have just sort of shuddered every time a poor kid had to come and yank one of this one of their knowing what was fixing to happen to the We are crowdsourcing a kid's book right now. (laughs) You just tell the story of the wise old oak tree in the forest and over the generations the kids come out there to get the switches and the good kids that don't carve stuff into his into his trunk he hides the big branches he you you get the little switch go go over there to that willow tree it has the soft switches ray in long beach hello pecan trees so but they're so what would their story be i mean they are strong they're structurally strong and wise grizzled veteran right because they they have weapons they come with not only food and wars take place in in pecan trees squirrels fight whole battles in pecan trees that could be an entire story of itself. I mean, that is territorial. You And then you have those that will wait patiently until the pecan tree lets go of its good harvest to go and get. You have the squirrel that's like, nah, man, I'm getting the best one I can find up there and around. And they also provide good shade. You guys have got the great, great. We, I don't know. I don't know a title for it yet. If trees could talk, really should be the title of the of the children's book in which we are slowly sketching out here on good things. All started with the fact that it is Johnny Appleseed Day, which I say, move aside, Johnny. We like Captain Davis here in Mississippi. He needs a day for bringing his delicious apples, which someone said they were late. 
to the story you missed about Captain Davis Apples. You have been looking for some for six months. Does someone have them to purchase? And I would say they have gained popularity. Apple trees, native apple trees, have gained popularity. So from the orchardist that I know, which is like two. (laughs) But they tell me that they're hard to get. I mean, they have to graft them and keep them going, and that takes time. And as soon as they get them ready, then they get shipped out. So um, I would say Southern, I'll look it up, Southern Orchard. We've had them on here on Good Things. It's a long name. He moved to Carroll County. So if you want to Google orchardist, Carroll County, Mississippi, you will find the lovely gentleman and then connect him with him, and he should be able to at least lead you in the right direction with that. So Scott and Rankin County, sweet gum trees would be the weapon area tree with the little mace balls on it. You've never ran through a yard barefooted without that knowledge in your mind that there was a sweet gum tree somewhere nearby. You only did that once. And then there's a chance that you collected those sweet gums because they were really cool as a kid. Slingshot ammo. And you slingshotted them or threw them at someone else, which then turned into you picking your own switch off of another local tree because you got in trouble. Because, uh, you know, inevitably, one of the kids is going to cry because it's going to hit them in the wrong spot and tell on you for using the sweet gums as a as a weapon we've also got the recommendation to not forget about the cypress tree they are ageless i would say the cypress tree is that aging beach bum that really doesn't care where the body of water is they just want to be on it yes agreed absolutely they'll be with you they're evergreen through thick thin ice storm hurricane you name it but they're not really going to provide you any shade or wisdom They're definitely not going to give you anything to switch or fight with. You can't really climb them all that much, but you can depend on them to be as pretty in June as they are in November, March. And if you plant them in the right way and get the right kind, you can't see through them. So they are the great privacy masker of you and whatever is on the other side of your property line that you would prefer not to see. The cypress is one of those, as well as some holly. But I don't know if those are considered bushes more than necessarily trees. Hey, Amy says the sweet gum tree is the ultimate batting practice location. I hit thousands of them as a kid. Do you get distracted when you had to like um, rake leaves, pick up limbs with the sweet gums or the pine cones? Okay, stupid question. Which tree has pine cones? Pine trees. Pine trees. Ah! <laughs> I just knew they're everywhere. <laughs> then you got the crab apple tree, which is that person that looks almost saccharine sweet on the outside, but they are nasty on the inside. If trees could talk, good things Mississippi style. Man, I'm going to replay this one on demand and sell a ton of those children books. Thank you all. Let's stick with us. We got more coming up next.
It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fan and Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat in inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Mencota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard Package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films with some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low-e glass-like savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. This is the closing agro market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, May cotton was up 313 to 88.35. July cotton was up 315 to 89.20. To close the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up three and three quarters to 14.13 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up five and a half to 14.01 and a half per bushel. May corn was up four and a half to 5.38 and a half per bushel. July corn was up four cents to 5.28 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 25 to 118.52. June live cattle was up 70 to 119.67. April feeders down 45 to 141.27. May feeders down 42 to 146.40. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 247 points, 32,544. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites, so start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free-choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. This season and every season, protect your rice fields with a full suite of herbicides from Valent USA. With Bolero 8 EC, League, and Regimen herbicides, Valent has an option to help you handle whatever weeds you're facing. Specially formulated to control the toughest weeds, including variety of broadleaf, sedge, grass, and aquatic weeds, Valent herbicides are proven to help growers start strong and protect their crop every step of the way. Visit Valent.com slash rice to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay on planning your Mississippi getaway today. Head on over to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. We have completely derailed the conversation here on Good Things Today, which is a good thing sometimes. And we have ended up talking about trees in a way I never thought that we would, but that's fine. And we're basically creating the outline for the best children's book of all time. Which all takes place in the mind of Bob Ross. <laughs> yes, happy little tree here and a happy little tree there. And the idea is basically the uh, title of the book would be If Trees Could Talk. And then someone mentioned, I think it's Brian in Oakland, a subtitle, What a Tale They Would Tell, which I love that. And we've been going down the rabbit hole of what trees if trees could talk, maybe the stories that they would share, but then mainly what personality would you attach to each different tree? We've gone through pine trees. I think they're just the class clown. Like everybody has them around, but nobody really knows why kind of, kind of thing. A jokester. You've got the, you've got the oak that's like the wise, strong one. Then you've got the sweet gum tree that completely throws a wrench into you doing any sort of yard work as a kid because now you're fully distracted with full-on sweet gum wars or batting practice. You've so got, they're, they're a bit yeah. prickly on the personality side, but they they come through in a pinch. They, they can provide some nice shade. And someone mentions The Giving Tree, the best book, a must-read to children. Oh, yes, it's won all kinds of awards, and it will make you cry as a parent if you've never read it and you get to the end of it. But in our tale of trees, we're going to keep the forest happy and flourished and not necessarily um, cut down. I mean, you also have the the Magnolia State's non-tree tree friends like the Spanish moss. Yes. It's always hanging out. It's always hanging out in the trees, with the trees, around the trees, near the trees. Crab apple is the native apple in the USA, Terry and Bogachita said. Yes, we can thank Captain Davis for spearheading this conversation all about apple trees today. It is National Johnny Apple Seed Day, but who cares about Johnny? We're all about <laughs> who care? Who cares about Johnny? We are all about Captain Davis here in the Magnolia State. Someone mentioned cottonwood trees. And then someone else gave a shout out for a cypress tree. Don't forget the cypress tree, but then one that gives good shade. I missed the bald cypress. The bald cypress gives good shade. But we can't leave out the different um, trees. And now I'm going to blank on where it's at. And what kind they are. But some of the oldest trees in America are here in Mississippi. They're swamp trees. Uh, they're in the in sort of our swamplands. They've got the great big roots or a root system, obviously. And oh, I'm blanking on it. But we can't leave those out. We also can't leave out any tree that grows um, well on the Mississippi Gulf Coast because they can withstand things like Hurricane Katrina and other big storms, but I'm less familiar with the Feel names of those trees. Good Farms Twin Oaks show up when you Google old trees. 
Bill Good Farms. Well, that's not the name of our book. If trees could talk, oh, what a tale they would tell is what we're going to stick and run with here. What are we going to do about stuff like vines? Because we got a lot of muscadine vines and kudzu and other characters that would have to show up in the children's book. Well, if it's a true children's book and there's like a, a you know, a tale to be told, then kudzu would be like the evil of of, yeah, of the, the land. The part of the forest where you get lost in it because everything <laughs> looks the same. Right, where it completely takes you over and you have to be plucked from it. It's where children go and they never return. <laughs> it's where trees go and don't come back. Yes. Is it a live oak? Is an evergreen also? Someone mentioned. No, I'll have to Google and see which one I'm actually talking about with the, with the really old ones. However, to the to the listener on Good Things who wanted to know about the Captain Davis apples, I would reach out to our friend with Southern Cultured Orchards and Nursery. He is a legit orchardist. Nailed that one. Um, and he is in Carroll County, Mississippi now. Or maybe, nope, that's a lie. He actually moved to up closer to uh, North Mississippi, to the Memphis region. But he's still in Mississippi. It was better weather for him to to um, graft his trees. Anywho, you can find him on Facebook. Ask him any question you would like, and he will let you know how to get those Mississippi native trees. Kudzu is the cracklin Kraken. Kraken. Kraken of the land. Hey, as a dietitian, there I'll let you know there is lots of research trying to figure out how to make kudzu tasty. Because if you can actually turn it into a dish if you that you jelly eat, it and put sugar in it. Yeah. That not, not <laughs> I say, nutritious. <laughs> we, we figured that out a long you, kudzu jelly's all right. If you could figure out how to saute it up or put it into a salad or a wrap and it tastes decent. You would be, you would have plenty of inventory to go through before, and you would have a lot of people very happy if you could do that. I am so happy you all jumped on this weird train with us today, talking about if trees could talk, oh, what a tell they would tell. Aw, conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. You got plenty coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the Good Things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.